you got life. Don't wait till it's dark to ask questions. check the signs, symbols, hints, clues. The writing's on the wall, but it's up to you. Expansion team dilated people's crew. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Expansion Team Podcast. We are here on Saturday, June 16, 2018. It's your boy Scoops. I'm here with Max and Juan. What's up, bruh? What's going on, player? All right. So, first topic, recapping the NBA playoffs. Is there anything, not just in the finals, but in the playoffs in general, that surprised you guys? And then going on to the finals, how that ended for everyone? The Celtics run to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics, I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh, the Trailblazers getting destroyed by the Pelicans and Toronto being swept. That's not that's not surprising. I thought it was surprising considering how good they were and how they changed their scheme. I was surprised that the Cavs made it as far as they did. I didn't think they were going to make it to the finals. I honestly thought they were going to get sent packing in the, the second round. But, you know, I said multiple times on the podcast, if LeBron proves me wrong, then he he, uh, he proves me wrong. And he did time and time again, but I said he was not going to win a championship, and he didn't. He got swept. I expected them to win one game, but they couldn't even win one. That cast was just, it felt like it was just a bunch of guys playing pickup basketball. They didn't feel like a team. They didn't feel like a unit. And, I mean, it was evident on the court. They got swept. Besides the Celtics, the only team that had the biggest surprise to me was the Houston Rockets. They went seven games with the obvious world champs now. I called that. And no, you didn't. You actually went off the wagon after it was 2-1. So I don't think anyone saw that coming. I don't think anyone thought that the Iguodala injury was going to be that bad for the Warriors. I didn't think P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon was going to come out and play like that. Everyone predicted it before the season. But as far as I know, everyone was off that Houston wagon after they got blown out in Game 3 by the um, Golden State Warriors. So that's the biggest surprise to me in the playoffs. I had a feeling it was going to go game seven. No, you didn't. You thought it was going to be done in five games after you seen the Warriors up 2-1. We have proof on the podcast. Okay, and I I don't remember that, but I probably did. You're probably right, but I, when it went game seven, I was not surprised. Were you surprised the way Houston lost game seven? He's surprised that it, he wasn't surprised that it went <laughs> no, game I'm seven. No, I'm saying, are you surprised the way they lost game seven? The way D'Antoni coaches, probably the right way to go out. I was, well, yeah. They they went down beautifully. They're like the the last band on the Titanic, just go down with the ship. They went down with what got them there. It was perfect. What's next, Juan, on the agenda? I don't know what talking Let's about. cut to the chase and talk about LeBron coming to the Lakers. What do you think about it, Danny? I think that there's a lot of upside, of course. LeBron's the best player in the world. Ooh, deep. But, I mean, there's downside, too, for, you know, he's going to be, he is going to be L.A. He's going to be the Lakers. We know how LeBron is. He's going to want to run the show because he's the best player in the world, and that might get in the way of whatever young players we do keep on the team, their growth, because the ball, the majority of the time, the ball is going to be in LeBron James' hands. And that also depends on what other max, what other top free agent we get in the offseason, whether it's a trade for Kawhi or signing Paul George as well. You know, it's, I say, whoever you get, you get them. And if you got to move pieces, you move pieces. You just try and do whatever you can and try and do your best to win right now. This is my thought. When you have a chance to get the best player in the world, you go get them. No, no questions. I don't care about no Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, 
Lonzo Ball, all of that is irrelevant when you have a chance to get the best player in the world. And everyone knows LeBron. LeBron ain't coming by himself. He's going to bring someone. Whether it's what Danny said, getting Kawhi Leonard or Paul George or even Chris Paul. But as far as the best fit, I feel like in reality with everything on the line, with his family, with the place, basketball, ownership, I think L.A. is is just destined to have him to let him start that new chapter in his basketball career. But as you know, Max has some different opinions. So let's hear what you got to say, Max. First of all, I want to hear what's your best what what's the best option in your opinion for LeBron James to go to basketball wise? All uh, thing other basketball things aside, wise? all other things aside. I think it's Philadelphia. Okay. It's not a shot at the Lakers, not a shot at no player on the Lakers. I just think Philly's got a better roster than us right now. They have two established they have one established superstar and one really good player, Ben Simmons, who's like an all-star caliber player. It's to be interesting to see where his um, game takes him this year. Only problem I have with them is Ben Simmons is like baby LeBron. I mean, he's not nearly as good, but the styles are similar. They both need the ball in their hands. It would be interesting to see how Ben Simmons copes because he can't do nothing but play with the ball in his hands. LeBron can actually play off ball. He's a destructive cutter when he cuts to their rim. He's real seasoned. He'll be a great presence for that team, and they'd have to re-sign J.J. Redick, who I'm guessing is probably not going to get $23 million again. I thought that was a bad contract, even though he was good for them. doesn't make sense to pay him $23 mil. But what if the he goes to the 76ers and then they trade to get Kawhi? The 76ers? Yeah, they have the pieces to do it. They got Sarich. They may have the pieces, the but East. as far as what I know, Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to go anywhere but the I Lakers. I don't think he and, has a say. And I think he it does have a say, and it does have a big opinion, because if you're the 76ers, why are you going to give up for a guy when he's over here telling you that I'm just going to leave after a year? And, yeah, you could be betting, like, oh, you're not going to leave. We're going to win. You're going to want to stay. Who knows? Look what Paul George is going through. Right now, yeah, you can say, yeah, we have the pieces, we have this, we have that, and plus we're in the East because, you know, Popovich doesn't want to trade him to the West. But you know what? As far as Kawhi, he has all the leverage right now because he's saying right now, yeah, go ahead, trade me to Boston, trade me to Philly. I'm still going to go to L.A. when I'm a free agent. Whatever team trades for him, I'm pretty sure it's going to have a good inkling of what he's going to do in the offseason. Like, they're not going to get him. They're not. No team's going to trade for him if they say, I'm out in a year. I'm going to LA. Exactly. So yeah. So they're going to have to have a talk, and they will. They will talk to Kawhi. They will get in. They will be like, well, "Yeah, you'll sign the extension." That's what happened with Kevin Love. Kevin Love got traded to the Cavs, and he's like, "If I get traded, I will sign the extension. No problem." I'm not saying Kawhi is the exact same player as Kevin Love. Do the same thing, but if Philly trades for him, they'll have an idea that he's going to be there for the long haul. That's what Juan is saying. Juan is saying, "What if he doesn't want to do?" I that? know, but they they won't do the trade unless they have that okay, information. Okay, so then, this, then then if Kawhi says that, then where else is yeah, he going to go other what, than LA? Because you're saying he doesn't have the say in that. Then they will trade him for very minimum at the very least. They'll get something for him. If San Antonio knows he's not coming back, they'll trade him. That's that's why. The Thunder got so, they gave up so little to get Paul George. Now it looks good because Oladipo had a crazy leap, but at the time everybody thought, well, they didn't give up much for Paul George. They gave up a decent player on Oladipo and Sabonis. That wasn't much because the one year they'll do something similar to that in the East. He, he's not going anywhere in the West. Yeah, but as far Victor as I'm wasn't concerned. Victor Oladipo wasn't trash. Yeah, but he wasn't what we thought he was. He was just a good player. They can get another good player, trade him to the Knicks. They get maybe what. 
That's that's why Tim Hardaway in the pick. Now we're thinking, do you trade him to the West where he'll be playing you, or do you trade him to East. somewhere he doesn't want to go for less than what you can get back? Because yeah, he's saying LA? he's he's saying he wants to go to the Lakers. Would you and rather going to end up? What I, would you rather? Me, would get, I rather trade him to the Lakers for a great package or the East for a crappy package? Yeah, I would trade him to the Lakers for a great package. Yes. But I'm saying if there's if there's any similarities in the packages, they're gonna send them to the East. Yeah, but you just said Tim Hardaway in a pick. What if the option from the Lakers is like Alonzo and something well, yeah. else and something better? Well, duh. But you, you can't predict what the Lakers are gonna offer them just as well as I can. And one thing I have a problem. The only problem with you saying is that Kawhi doesn't have any say in this, and I think he, he has does. some power. But you're acting like he has all the power. He does. I think he does. He does because of the, the fact Spurs that are retarded. They're looking really bad right now. Because they, they try to play poker with him, and Kawhi is over here like, okay, you want to do that? You want to play this game? Oh, okay. I'm going to go to L.A. no matter what. That's my opinion. And if you send me to another team, I'm just going to tell them I'm not signing here. I'm not going to be here long term. I'll play for you guys for a year, but I'm still going to leave. And it's probably what Paul George is thinking in his head, but he just wasn't as open about it. Because that's what's going to happen to Paul George. I'm pretty sure Paul George has been really open about his future in L.A. Not, since Not since as Indiana. open as Kawhi, though. Kawhi is straight up saying it from his camp. Well, Indiana, he you know, told, Paul, George Paul George was told Indiana the same thing. Yeah, but when he got traded to the, to, the, to the Oklahoma City Thunder, he was saying, yeah, I'll think about it. It wasn't a set like, oh, I'm going to the Lakers next year. Well, no, It was more like, I'm going to explore my options. From Indiana, he was the same way as yeah. Kawhi's been. Yeah. It's they're in the same position. They both got one year left, and he told Indiana straight up, "I'm not coming back. If I'm not coming back, so just trade me." Somebody. Then again, I would say it's different in this way, because Kawhi hasn't played as much as Paul George, so Kawhi's had this problem for a while. You know what I mean? Paul George just he was playing while all these talks were going on. Yeah, I agree, but. I mean, it also Kawhi doesn't look that good either. Like, right, like he's he's coming off one of his best years of his career. I mean, he's coming off a really weird year where he yeah. there were questions about his intensity, questions about his loyalty, and I mean, the Spurs haven't really done him wrong. They gave him all the opportunities. They took him out of the first. round. I think. I what, what what's been the Spurs' biggest thing they've done to him? I think Just the biggest to thing be there. I think the biggest thing is Popovich not being able to control him. I think it's coming out where you finally didn't get a player like Tim Duncan. Who would just lay down and do whatever Popovich says? Yeah, I'm not disregarding Popovich. Five time, how many championships? Five, five, five right? Yeah. Five, five time man can coach. Not taking away anything, anything away from him. Great coach, Mount Rushmore of coaches of all time. Anyway, Kawhi Leonard obviously doesn't like the way things are run in San Antonio, and he's being open about it. And there's a reason why he doesn't want to be there. So the Spurs playing this game where they want to control their players. You do this. You do that. We're a winning organization. You're going to do what we say. He's not all into that. And that's just the new thinking of the typical modern-day NBA player. And it's not going to go down like that. I agree to a certain extent, but I also think there's a part on Kawhi where he's thinking, 
I want to make more money. I think he's being a little greedy myself because I think someone got in his ear and said, man, you should be doing all this, this, and this. You know, you got to be like this. I, and, I and He doesn't seem like the same Kawhi Leonard as he was. I think I think the Spurs have been doing him like that, and he's finally realizing, you know what, I do got to make my money because at the end of the day, but, I mean, it's he's a business. Gonna, he's going to get his money regardless. They're going to give him a super max. He's going to get $200 million. How's he not getting yeah, his but, money? Because he but wants then some that endorsements, report, and he's got a Jordan deal. That report came out from San Antonio. Oh, maybe we won't give him the max contract. And he's like, oh, okay, you're not going to sign me? That's the way you're going to play me? Oh, you're talking about I have an injury, I have this, I have that? And I okay. Mean, isn't it different now that Timmy's gone and they're not winning? And now this is him, this injury, as freak as it was, was the, the biggest part of controversy going on between them. And now the true colors are being exposed. I mean, they were option. winning, though. They were winning when he was playing. Yeah. and They then went to getting... the Western Conference Finals, and then they... We're up by 20 and he got okay, hurt. Okay, but what I'm saying is this injury was his first, the biggest, their first, like, controversy, like, first real big thing that happened bad since Tim Duncan left or anything like that. So, that's yeah, why. They've I, never had any controversy with the Spurs. I wouldn't it's even been call a Tim closed Duncan door. leaving a controversy. It was it's, just time. Well, it's a, it's, it's a closed door most of the time. You don't know what's going on yeah, in San Antonio. Yeah, they're like, it's like the New England Patriots. It's, you, know they're good. you know they're good. You know they're good. You know they're doing something down there, but no one knows. And it's kind of, you know, uncharacteristic for the San Antonio Spurs to be in this type of news. Yeah, it definitely is. Totally is. Um, really quick, back to 76ers and LeBron, because this is where it started. If they if they find a way to acquire him and they tried out Simmons, Kawhi, LeBron, it would be interesting to see who they put at the four. They would need a, a floor spacer, because I'm, I'm guessing they'd have to give up Sarich and Fultz and a pick to get Kawhi with Embiid. That's a pretty good basis for your lineup, especially if you keep some of the bench pieces. Maybe keep Ilya Silva, some shooting, Bellinelli. I think the one big thing that you forgot to allude to in that scenario is he's still going to be playing in the East. Doesn't have to go out West. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's he has to stay there. Pretty much a cakewalk to the finals except for Boston. That's the only team that could really challenge him. But with Kawhi, LeBron, and Simmons and Embiid, doesn't I, Philly, I like their chances. Doesn't Philly have a high draft pick, too? They have the t- uh, 10th pick this year. They're trying to move up into the top five. Did you see the report that they didn't want Fultz? And the, yeah, and the manager they who just got Lonzo fired. They wanted Lonzo or Tatum. J- yeah. Well, he stepped down because of the whole like Twitter burner thing. Basically got fired. Yeah, basically. Because, here's my thing, because, of the, because you need a floor spacer and the amount of defense that you get in your scenario of Kawhi, LeBron, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid, would you draft Trey Young and have him be the fifth guy on that team? No, I wouldn't. He wouldn't. No, I would not. I mean, he would be good, but I feel like his floor spacing would make up for the lack of floor spacing you get from Ben Simmons. I agree with that, but I think he's a player that needs the ball in his hands. No, I think he could play as a catch and shooter. Yeah, when you can shoot. But his he'd be targeted so much defensively. It wouldn't. But the help would be impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be nice to have that. But I think you can go look for a three and D guy because maybe you don't even need a four. Like. you could just slide uh, Simmons. Simmons yeah, because you have so many guys. You have, that you can have say four play. plus defenders already. You have Simmons, who's a good def- good defender. Kawhi, we already know what Kawhi is defensively. When, you, when you have Ben, LeBron, and Kawhi, you can play them at and any one Le- through four I positions. I know LeBron's defense is bad because he doesn't play in the regular season, but in the playoffs, you see a different playoff defense LeBron. Yeah, I don't think anyone's questioning what I think everyone in the league wants a shot at LeBron. I don't think anyone anyone's hesitant of getting him. I just think... The top three teams, in my opinion, that have a sh- shot to get LeBron would be obviously the Lakers, the Philadelphia 76ers. And to be honest, I really think he should give it a a look 
And I just think the city won't really fit him. But as far as basketball-wise, man, I think he'll really be good with the Celtics. Yeah, I don't think he wants to deal with Kyrie. Yeah, but they could get rid of Kyrie. I heard they might trade Kyrie for Kawhi straight up. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I think Because they're both in the same scenario. And Kawhi's always like Greg Popovich. We know that. as far as, you know, who has more pieces to work with and flexibility as much as the Lakers right now. Because the Lakers have the flexibility as far as getting two max players. And they got a lot of young players that they can move around. But the Boston Celtics have this guy named Kyrie Irving who they can easily trade and get some value for him. Well, the Lakers have this guy named Luau Deng that's sitting on the bench eating up $15 million <laughs> yeah. a year in calf. Yeah. Nah, if, he's such a, that was such a stupid contract. If yeah. Kyrie leaves or if Kyrie gets traded for Kawhi straight up, what's their starting lineup look like? Who's? Celtics? Boston. Uh, LeBron, Tatum. Brown. Brown. Al Horford. Hayward? Hayward, but Hayward might get traded, so I don't know. It would just be interesting to see what they give up. They would have, they'd be fine though. You play Rozier, they'll be they'll be a really good team with LeBron. Yeah, absolutely. And and Kyrie's already had talks of leaving. Like he said, yeah. he already said I'm not going to even like talk to the Celtics this offseason because it won't make sense for a contract. I mean, it won't because he wants that super max, which is kind of crippling in a way. Ergo, Blake Griffin, yeah, whose super max is probably not worth it. But I think those, as my first thought. Those are the three best teams. What that about I Danny think he can Sleeper go to. team for LeBron? Who? The Rockets. It's not happening. Why? Danny, it's not happening. No, Danny, it's, fight for it. Fight it's for not going it. to happen. Yeah, it's, it looks unlikely. Well, how come? The pieces. What? The pieces? Yeah, the pieces. Did someone tell you this before when you were saying it, it would have been nice, but it's, it just doesn't look. It Is it because Chris Paul's greedy? Partially. Every, everyone's greedy. Everyone wants money. <laughs> Not everybody. What do you think about the Lakers getting Chris Paul if LeBron no, goes there? No, thanks. I don't want a 34-year-old point guard that's going to get hurt in the postseason again. I understand that, but you know it might happen. Banana boat. Banana boat game? Oh, Do we boat. get mellow? Can we like, no. not get mellow? No. Thank God. But and Andy Wade. Reports have came out that LeBron comes and there's a possibility that Chris Paul might come with him. Leave him in Houston, bro. Who wants that guy? I mean, he's really good, man, but he's, he gets hurt every postseason. I heard a good example of how to manage his minutes. They were talking about how Jerry Sloan used to manage um, John Stockton. John Stockton on how his minutes were restricted, and now he'll only play at want to say it was thirty-one or thirty-five minutes a game, no matter what. And that's fine. That's what Chris Paul probably played this season in Houston. But yeah, he probably did, but they didn't stick to it as well as Jerry Sloan because when Not James Harden when James Harden got hurt. Chris Paul was asked to put more on his plate and, you know, but Chris, do more. But Chris Paul came into the postseason, like, genuinely healthy. Yeah. Like, that's what's going to happen. He's going to – he'll be fine in the regular season. He'll play. But once he was asked to do more and take it up another notch, like, in the playoffs, yeah, that's he gets when hurt. he gets yeah, hurt. Yeah, and that's always – he always does that. But I think you need to really be strict on it. And I think you really need to play him in spurts where you think he can – you know, have enough energy and not get hurt so easily. Yeah, you You're could bet you on could, that for the look, playoffs. Know, look, you could have that thought like he's going to get hurt no matter what, but it could help with a strict coach that, you know, knows what he's doing. I don't, I think that would help for the regular season, but in the postseason, all, all that goes out the door. You're trying to win for your life. Like, what if we're in game seven and what? We're going to play him 30 Sometimes minutes? Sometimes you got to stick healthy? with it. You got to stick with we're it. We're talking about Western Conference Finals, game seven, we're going to play him 30 minutes. Sometimes you got to stick to it. I don't. I don't believe Jerry Sloan stick stuck with that in the playoffs. Not one bit. I will look that up and tell you, talk about it next week. There's no way he's only playing John Stockton 30 minutes in Game Seven of any playoff series. That's fine. 
That's your life. You as know. long as he's out there in the fourth quarter in the crunch minutes, does it really matter? Yeah, because if the game's already over with because he's not playing the first three, what good is those minutes? Well, you got to build your team with a good backup point guard and know what you're doing. You got to you got to work a good around backup it. Point guard, you got to work Chris around Paul it. You can't just LeBron. be closed. You can't just be closed minded like you're being and saying I don't want him. He's oh he's gonna get hurt. I mean, that's not being closed minded. That's just being honest. You're actually looking at what no, I've seen. Oh, but you can look on the bright side. He's a great player. I said he's a great player. And you can work around it. There's ways to work around it. You can do the minute restrictions. You can have a really good backup point If card. you're signing a player, you're, why would you focus on the one bad thing and build around, oh, let's just prepare for him to be hurt? You, that's what you're doing. You're preparing for him to be hurt. Yeah. Why even look? Why would you sign someone you're preparing for to not play? You got to be. That's why you have As backups. A yeah. As a precaution. Don't even. Once you get someone healthy who's actually going to contribute Sometimes more. Sometimes you can't get someone as good as him healthy. Sometimes the, it's Any not a Any player who's world. out there more is more valuable than him. Okay. So that's why the same the same reason then. You can just get a good backup point guard like I'm I saying. I know Chris Paul's good, but I'd rather keep Lonzo. What if LeBron's like, if I come, Chris Paul comes? Yeah. You, get, to the you, want me, you want me, you get Chris Paul. You have to have Chris Paul. Well, we can't afford both of them. So yes, you can. You can have two max. We can't players. have super, We can't have two super max players on our team. They'll make it work. They'll make it work. They'll make it work. Okay. LeBron James gets what he wants, man. He's gonna get a. You think Le- LeBron really wants to play with Chris Paul anymore? Like I think we've already seen LeBron with the old teammate thing. We'll with see. Dwayne Wade. We'll see what happens. That went well. But there was a report that he would want to play with Chris Paul. Now, is it what I want, Chris Paul? Even though it sounds like I'm fighting for him, no, I wouldn't want Chris Paul. But if that means getting LeBron James, hell yeah, come along. I don't, I don't like having LeBron. I don't like the scenario of LeBron going to Philly. I don't think that that would work out for LeBron. Why not? With Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is a big glaring factor there. The fact that he cannot shoot and his game relies on having the ball in his hand, and LeBron is the best guy in the world to have the ball in your hands i mean i can see if he goes to philly and they're in crunch time and they need to play they're gonna sit ben simmons down and lebron is gonna be in there and lebron and ben simmons is gonna like that i think you maybe run pick and roll with ben simmons let ben simmons be the roller now let him cut to the basket do where he's lethal in and if defense okay steps but up, if you're playing play. if you're playing the golden state warriors and you're playing against draymond and katie they just switch then what? He can't pop. You know where he's going to go. Who's One really going to really do anything against those two guys? Okay, but you have you have two <laughs> options. Help to shoot, though. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you have no two doubt options. it would help to shoot. But. but if you know where Ben Simmons is going, and that's to the paint. So then what? In that scenario, yeah, you're playing against the best defensive team ever. There's not really not much you can do with anybody. Well, he's just guys. saying. I understand what he's saying. I'm just saying. That's a really specific scenario, and that's in the finals. You get you deal with it. Okay, oh, P.J. Dr- Tucker and Trevor Reza. Ben Simmons would go by one of those guys. It don't matter. They're still going to play pretty good defense on him. That's fine, and he, Ben Simmons is going to get his bucket. It's not those two elite guys that it is in KD and Draymond. Those two guys, you can't give me two guys that are really going to dominate them in the pick and roll. They're going to switch everything, and that's why they're such a good defensive team. I disagree. And you can't base, you can't build a team on just on the principle of what about what if we get to the NBA Finals and it's those two guys? Now I didn't we're say screwed. NBA Finals. I said crunch time. Any crunch I would time disagree, man. I think a lot of teams look at it like that. They're really good teams. Any crunch time minutes? Everyone's building their team to beat the Warriors. You They're have, not building them to beat to win their division. They're beating them to beat the Warriors. You're in the fourth quarter, not just against the Warriors, against any team. 
and you need one play, one bucket, you're going to put the ball in LeBron James' hands, not Ben Simmons, and then you're going to put Ben Simmons on the bench. Ben Simmons is not going to like that. It's going to create controversy in that team. I don't and everyone put Ben Simmons on the bench in that scenario. You can be creative and put him on the low block or put him somewhere like that. I wouldn't agree with that. Corner. You need to get creative with it. You I get think, creative. Yeah. And just, I think LeBron James is smart enough to work around it and how to use him. And what if Ben Simmons sets? The, what if Ben Simmons is a binder and LeBron's setting the pick? I think LeBron would want to do that. I think we've seen LeBron do that in other scenarios with Kyrie. We, we've seen times where he's been the pick setter. It's kind of like KD. When Steph Curry and KD run the pick and roll or pick and pop, whatever they do, it's lethal. It's the most lethal thing they got in their offense. That so, could be that. That would be a cheat code. I think it's underused to see LeBron being the pick setter. <laughs> Because if you put him in the role, he's lethal rolling. And if they step up, he's going to make the right play and kill the defense. And both those guys have the ability to throw pick pinpoint passes and pick apart defenses. I think LeBron trusts, trusted Kyrie a lot to let him be in that scenario. I don't know how much trust he'd put in a 20-year-old Ben Simmons. Well, Kyrie was, what, 23, 24? Never won nothing. He put some trust in him. So. Oh, but that guy had the clutch factor. The clutch factor. Before LeBron got there, he never won anything. What, he had a couple of clutch jump shots? See, Ben Simmons has made clutch plays also in the regular season. That's what Kyrie had done before LeBron had been there. It's a lot harder to do without a jump shot, though. Ben, it's not that hard when you're 6'10". It can get by anybody. I mean, ben, gets, Simmons, ben Simmons can get to the hole on anybody. Get by anyone except the Celtics. I agree with that. He struggled against five guys. But Joel Embiid didn't play well either, so... Hey, maybe you won't trust them. What I'm saying is LeBron loves his spacing. And if he could have that and some pretty nice pieces coming with him to LA, if I'm LeBron, I'd take that. Well, it's like we're gonna have Especially a bunch of- especially with all the off the off the court stuff going on with his family living here, him having homes here, all that stuff. I would say that doesn't matter. I would say the thing <laughs> the report of his son enrolling into a school out here yeah that's irrelevant but i, I mean, wouldn't take that much into it you can easily pull your kid out it's not that hard it's not like it's a huge commitment like oh he enrolled him that's it he has to come here like yeah, no. no they can easily take him out but does the fact that all that stuff is happening in la yeah help? yeah la's it of helps. Course it yeah does. but that but, also helps cleveland's case that it but, that's his home yeah that's what Cleveland's people trash but this is what people don't understand, though. The NBA season is its a long season, man, and you're mostly on the road a lot. So where you live is pretty much irrelevant because you're everywhere. You're in Boston. You're in Milwaukee one night. Then you go to New York. You know, you're traveling all over the place. And Yeah, but those few days you are home being yeah, home, those home few days, that'll help. But when you're LeBron James, man, <laughs> it doesn't really matter, dude. You have enough money to go anywhere on any night. But I'll say, like, the Cleveland thing, it, I mean, it does matter. That's his home. If his family, like, and they've been reports if his family wants him to stay, he's going to stay there. So just as big as LA's but, a factor with the family, but, Cleveland is just as big a factor I would disagree wise. with that with saying this and where LeBron James has already said out in a report that, yes, my wife and my kids, yes, at the end of the day, it does matter. But after it all, my decision is going to be solely based, and the final decision is going to be based off a basketball reason. That's what he said. No, I know. I'm just saying. So if the basketball part doesn't match. I was talking strictly with the family thing because Danny's like, oh, his family will play a big part in him coming to L.A., which the the family's also going to play just as big a part. And just L.A. in general. 
Yeah, no, I get LA's better than Cleveland, that's no doubt. But no offense, Cleveland. But I'm saying just from the family aspect, Cleveland and LA have the two favorites just with the family thing. Like if you break it down, like who has the best basketball situation? Well, it's not Cleveland, it's not LA. You break down the family, it's Cleveland or LA. Philly has nothing, Houston has nothing. Wherever else he's gonna go has no I think like I said, overall though. Yeah, overall. I'm not talking about overall, I'm just talking about the family decision. Yeah, yeah. It's probably Cleveland or LA. Everyone has a balance. Everyone has but I think I don't know how he's weighing those balances, but as of right now, the balance for home is between LA and Cleveland. He doesn't care about anywhere else, like for this family. Yeah. Maybe Philly's like a slim thing. Because Philly's the best basketball fit in my mind. Like, best talent around him. You got a lot of great players. Anyway, my best scenario for the Lakers will be get LeBron James, sign Paul George, and trade for Kawhi Leonard. That will be the best case scenario. And keep Kyle Kuzma and get rid of Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram. I don't think Lonzo's going to be included in any trade for Kawhi because I don't think the Spurs want him. Just because of the LeVar factor. I know it doesn't matter a lot, but to the Spurs, that type of stuff that's, does matter. That's fine, but I think a lot of people are not realizing that Greg Popovich is about to be gone in a couple years. So who knows if the Spurs are going to be looking in a three-year, four-year window. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm just saying it's going to be hard to include Lonzo in a trade for like Kawhi because I don't think the Spurs will want him. But who's to say the Spurs even care? Who's to say the Spurs let LeVar anywhere near any of the decisions they make or any, let no, him even talk st- to anyone? They'll still make noise, and they've always been a team yeah, that but doesn't they, you pride can block out the noise To a certain degree, but they don't want any attention. Just look, look what they're dealing with Kawhi. That's where they kind of want to trade okay, him because of the noise. What, a, what attention are they going to get? I mean, LeVar is getting like talks with Magic Johnson and all that stuff. Like he's talking to people. No, what I'm if talking the Spurs... about they don't want the media attention that LeVar is going to create because he okay, creates but, some but media what's, attention. But what's LeVar going to say? The same crap I don't he think always it's says. Gonna, the same bullshit I don't think it's going to be the same thing. Like if... okay, but here's the thing: LeVar is getting into meetings, talking to Luke Walton and Magic Johnson. If I'm the Spurs, I'm like, this guy doesn't even get in the doesn't even get Look, anywhere near those people. Those. It's about when he goes on Colin Coward and says, "Greg Popovich don't know what he's doing," and then all the reporters asking Greg Popovich. He don't want to deal with that. That's the Spurs mantra. Let's not make a problem like the Patriots. Will the Patriots stand for a guy like LeVar Ball? One answer honestly: Hell no, they wouldn't. No, but to be honest, the way the Spurs are looking, I don't think they're close. Greg Popovich and Bill Belichick, I wouldn't even say they're like the same person. I think Greg, I wouldn't either. I think Greg Popovich is more like he he likes to do that like purposely. Bill Belichick, when he goes in a press conference, he just really doesn't want to deal with this shit. Greg Popovich likes to make a show out of it. He likes to make a joke out of it. Bill Belichick, that's his real personality. He really I don't think Popovich wants to make a but joke. But okay, Lavar, Le- they say the reporters ask uh Greg, Oh, Lavar said this, Lavar said that, Greg says, I don't want to talk about the next question, please. And that's it. You drop I it. don't even think he'll answer like that. He'll answer like all funny wise and like bullshit the question, like he always does. Which is kind of it's kind of annoying because just because he's a coach, it's and it's Greg Popovich, no one wants to criticize him for it. But when a player does it, everyone wants to get on him. But it's funny when Greg Popovich does it. It's fine when he does it. Same thing with Bill Belichick, though. Same thing. Yeah. Those guys never Yeah, but Bill Belichick, it's a little bit more... How? He don't want to talk to the media. He just says one Yeah, but Greg Popovich more makes a... It's a... It's like a a comedy session with him. Well, either way, though, they both handle the media poorly. Yeah. But they don't get flack for it. Yeah. I think Popovich has gotten better, though, lately. I don't think so. Obviously, I'm... I'm over it. I don't even laugh at the stupid like things he says. To be honest, it gets on my nerves on some things that he says. So your LeBron prediction is LA? Of course. 
But I don't know where I'm going to say. I'll probably just go with L.A. just to be safe. I want him to go to L.A., man. I do, too. It'd be cool. I don't, I don't, it'd be interesting to see, like, what we do with the rest of the roster. If, like, I would really like some of these young guys, so it's going to be interesting. I know LeBron wants to win now, but it'd be crazy to see if we just got him and Paul George and kept all the young guns, what our team would look like. Oh, and another thing I was going right to say, now. how you were talking about Lonzo Ball, how the Spurs won't want him. Maybe you get a third team in there. Maybe, yeah. Get a third team in there and you give them Brandon Ingram and maybe a sign. I like Ingram, man. A sign. Or you give them Kuzma and you keep Ingram. I'll be cool with that, too. I I think it'll take more than that. But maybe you trade Lonzo to another third team. Maybe it's the Magic. I don't know. (laughs) Some team like that. Somewhere free can go. You know. to go die. yeah, Yeah. And then you trade Brandon Ingram and you give them Julius Randle. Sign and trade. Who knows? Yeah, All I got to say is Magic Johnson, get tra- it done. Trade Luol Dang. Find a taker. <laughs> Just get it done. So I want I want. Our roster games. might look like this next year. It might be Lonzo, George, um, LeBron, Kuzma. Uh, the center's going to be tough for us. Back Wait, real quick. Back to your point of keeping some of the young guns and not trading Kawhi. If LeBron has any say in it, he's going to want Kawhi over the young guns. I agree, but I don't think he's ever had a general manager. Well, maybe he's at Pat Riley. He's at Pat Riley, but Magic Johnson. So it would be interesting to see how his relationship. He has a good relationship with Magic, and maybe he'll be more willing to listen to him than David Griffin. Yeah, he'll talk or, to him. Or um, Dan Gilbert. Because, look, everyone knows when LeBron James goes somewhere, he's going to get what he wants. And he wants to win now. Exactly. And he's, he's in gonna desperation get, he, mode because he, he knows wants he's a certain point guard at some point. If he wants a certain point guard, he's going to get a certain point guard. He wants this particular center. He's going to get that particular center. He wants Tristan Thompson to get paid this month. Oh, God. He's going to get paid that much. Yeah, that's true. He's going to get what he wants, man. Uh, that's just the way it is. It'd be interesting to see what we do with the center position. That's going to be like, maybe we play Randall, the center position. I don't know. I don't, I don't want Brooke Lopez back. I don't want Zoo back to start. I'll low-key wonder what we're going to do with Jello Ball when we sign him to that big contract. <laughs> no. Have him just spot up. And Apparently, shoot. Leangelo Ball and Lonzo Ball with LeBron James is automatic championship. And if they get LaMelo, they're 82-0. <laughs> Never lost. What uh, if you get a – what if the lineup is some obscure point guard, then Paul <laughs> George, Kawhi, get a name LeBron, and Kuzma? Who's playing center? Kuz. Oh, we're done. We're going to get murdered in the paint every game. So, look, let's kind of look ahead. And let's say LeBron does sign with the Lakers. Are Danny, you buying a LeBron jersey? Look, maybe. 23 maybe. or 6. What Don't number do you think he wears? I think he has them both up. 29. All right. Anyway, my main question was going to be particularly to you, Danny, because. Kevin Durant, and I know it's not the same situation. He didn't lose to the Lakers, but he is going to another team. Would his legacy look different? No. Not at all. Not the same. I mean, it would look different like this. Stephen A. Smith calls LeBron James a mercenary, that he just goes, he has no loyalty to a specific organization, and he just goes because he's trying to go to the best place to wear rings, trying to go somewhere do what he does, win rings, and then go to the next best place to go and win rings. And I think that's a that's not a bad uh you know, name. I think that's that is a good way to describe LeBron. Um 
but would it affect his legacy? I don't I don't necessarily think so, no. Would it hurt his legacy if he went to the Warriors? Oh, yeah, of course. He'd be a snake? Yeah, he'd be a bigger snake than How? Kevin Durant. How? Because <laughs> he's lost to them four years in a row. He hasn't. Though. Oh, no, not four years in a row. I'm sorry. He's lost to them how many? Three of the last four years? Yeah. Yeah. Is he really a snake, though? Like, he snaked the Cavs? No, he just a, he's just a, he wouldn't do that. I wouldn't if he did that. <laughs> if he did that, he wouldn't be a snake though. He'd like he's not snaking his team. It's not about snaking your team. It's about what the, what's he a snake for? Not not, not being team. a competitor, not being a true freaking athlete, a competitor that wants to go out there and compete against the team and beat the team that beat you instead of going out there and joining them. What if what if the what if the Warriors lose in like the second round next year? LeBron's like on the Lakers and then he joins the Warriors. Would he be a snake? Yeah, he still would. They, at at any point in them. his career, from now, at any point, joining the Warriors with joining with, the Warriors with, with the Warriors snake. having that core, LeBron James specifically is David West a snake? No, he lost Why? to them. And no he one cares because who cares about what David West is doing? <laughs> we're talking, I mean, he's snakes, we're, no. I'm talking about the top three players in the world right now, guys. Two of the top three players in the world. Kevin Durant, yes, he's a snake. Who's if LeBron James goes, he's a snake. Kawhi Leonard, but we're not talking about him oh, right now. Oh. So I said two of the top three. No, I was just curious who the third guy was. One healthy is third Ka- best player in the NBA. One healthy, yes. I don't know, man. I think as far as the new NBA goes, man, I've I'm already used to it with the players switching. I mean, it's it's kind of good. It's good. It's good if you look at it in a certain way. I mean, would when- you really want? To always see Damian Lillard just stay in Portland and get like smacked around, or would you no, want him to I, go to like res- the Lakers or he the can Celtics? he can go wherever he wants what to. If he went to but the if Pelicans? that team had just beat him, and it's his fault that they lost in that game seven, which it was a big part of it was Kevin Durant's fault in game seven, and he goes to that team, then yes, that's a problem. It for wasn't me. LeBron's fault they lost the finals. It was everyone else's. So. If- so if everyone else went to the Warriors, they'd be snakes. But still, LeBron James, if I'm LeBron, I'm angry at this team right now. I'm not thinking, oh, I want to go spend 82 games with these guys in, in one of their jerseys. No, I'm thinking I want to figure out what I can do to finally beat them. You can't beat them, join them. No, I'm not. Okay, so, <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pelican, hold on. Is he a snake? <laughs> sure, yeah. What? Why? Yeah. Because he just lost to them. The Blazers ain't done enough to help him. Okay, the Cavs didn't do enough to help LeBron, but that's still that's still my point. He's so still it all snake. just matters if you lose to that team in the playoffs. Yeah, where does the competitive fire? I'm angry at that team at that point. I'm pissed. I'm out there screaming at the ocean because that team destroyed me and made me look like a fool if I'm Damian Lillard. And then he goes and he plays for them? No. You're, the, you're a mini, mini snake. You're a garden snake. Kevin Durant's a python. He's a snake, but you got to bite. And uh, because Max was looking at me funny after I was talking about Kawhi, healthy Kawhi, I take him over Kevin Durant. You're wow. crazy. I do. I'm sorry, I do. Healthy Kawhi, it's pretty. I think it's it's kind of close. I say maybe. Three I'm not years saying ago, I pick I him. I'm not saying easily. I pick him over Kevin Durant. Of course, there's it's insanely close, but. I would take Kawhi just because of what he does for you on the defensive end and still able to produce everything he does offensively. I think KD's defense has grown to the point where it's it's really tough. I would still take KD. I think KD can affect the game just as much as Kawhi. Maybe he's not the best one-on-one defender. But Kawhi can't do with this crap. He's not seven feet tall. He can't block shots like KD. I mean, look at KD. He almost won Defensive Player of the Year. He was in the talks for a long part of the season. That's that Three years ago, that wasn't KD. 
And he's added that to his game, and he's a better playmaker than Kawhi, and his offense is—he might be the best offensive player in the history of the NBA. Not saying it's not close, but at this point, it's preference. And it, this has nothing to do with Kevin Durant being a snake at all. This has nothing to do with my personal bias against Kevin Durant. This has everything to do with if I'm choosing Kawhi or Kevin Durant for my team, watching them both play basketball, I go with Kawhi. Is Anthony Davis a snake if he gets traded to the Warriors? Gets traded to the Warriors? Yeah. He hasn't. No. How? They lost to him in the finals. Okay, in but the that's Western a trade. Seven conference. Why do you, you always do this? Mike? I'm just curious. Every what, argument, I just want, I want you to so define a snake. It gets so annoying. I just want you to define a snake. It like, gets so a def- tiring having to argue with you because you just, just start curious. bringing up thing after thing when it's just very clear. I'm just curious what makes a player a snake because Oklahoma City. If his name is Kevin Durant, there. Are you happy? Okay. Thank you. I'm very happy. Glad. No problem. LeBron to the Lakers, man. Snake. Let's do this. No snake. You gonna buy a jersey? No. Why not? I'll buy Dan What if he wins a championship? You're not yeah, gonna get a yeah, LeBron jersey? If he wins a championship. I'm gonna sure. get that shit. Uh, I'm gonna get a twenty nine jersey for LeBron. Can I be Adidas though? Adidas? Can I buy you a Kevin Durant Sonics jersey? I'll burn it. Why? He wasn't a snake back then, was he? Baby he snake. The, he left the Sonics. He was, he was a baby just, rattlesnake. He was just a snake in the grass waiting to come out and bite. <laughs> Garden it. snake. You think Seattle thinks he's a snake? Because he left? He didn't leave Seattle. The team left you Seattle. You think this team thinks the Sonics are snakes? The city thinks the Sonics are <laughs> so snakes? So the Thunder have, are, snakes. <laughs> are snakes. The Thunder yeah. are snakes. Bro. He's been a snake his whole life then. What are you mad at him for? <laughs> think uh, Russell Westbrook's a snake? No, he's He didn't not. play for the Thunder the Sonics. Yeah. You guys are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Green's a huge snake. He left too. He's a stupid. And Nick Collison. Yeah. Richard Lewis. Snake. <laughs> Gary Payton. Snake. What's Dwight Howard? He's a he's a baby. A coward? Yeah. Dwight Howard? Yeah, that's why he has crow's feet, because he's eyes squinting bright lights of LA. Uh, as you guys know, we're coming up on the end of the podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna have somebody who's not really around in the NBA anymore. It's just, we're gonna talk about him. I'm getting a little emotional. Juan, how you doing over there? You okay? <laughs> is it who I think it is? It might be. You got tissues ready? Yeah, I got you, bro. All right. Um, he's a Laker. <laughs> I know. <what> he <laughs> used to be a bull, a Heat, a Cavalier. Don't I forget think. the international team. I don't know what internet. I think he's like uh, British. Okay. He went to Duke. You got a guess? They can't hear you shaking your head over the podcast. No. Danny, you have a guess? No. It's Luau Dang, our favorite Laker. You're the last player Mitch Kupchak signed. <laughs> he signed you to a six, uh, what is it, four year, $64 million contract. And your only other offer was two years, eight million. You're overpaid, overplayed. Well, scratch that. You don't really play very much. You played in the Lakers' first game and not in the other 81. You warm up, your knees get sore. <laughs> you haven't made a shot this year. I could have played 81 games and got zero points. What your, about you, Juan? Your best years. Or with Derrick Rose. Before, Before he his rose. knee exploded. 
You were playing 40 minutes a night for Tom Thibodeau. Now you're playing zero minutes a night for Lou Walton. Used to be an all-star. Now you're an all-star bench celebrator. You lead the league in high fives. <laughs> and towels used on your lap per game. I wish I could be paid to watch the Lakers from the from the bench. $16 million. You were a great player once. Maybe you still have something in you. But it's not in L.A. It might not be in the NBA. It might be in China. Luol Deng, you're overpaid. You're over-talked about by us. And most importantly, hopefully you get stretch clothed. Or cut or bought out. Anything. God. You're ruining our cap space, man. <laughs> Could have three superstars with your if your punk ass. God. Luau. The thing I hope that- this is the last year you're a Laker. Get the fuck out of LA, Luau. <laughs> to put it to put it nicely, get the fuck out. You don't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. It's been a blast. R.I.P. The thing that we'll all remember Luau Ding the most for is his last thing. And whenever he did something cool, we could say, dang, dang. <laughs> dang, you still here? But as we start shoveling dirt into your grave, I wish you weren't. It's been fun. It's been real. But for the Lakers and us, we think you done. We bid you farewell. Dang. Rest in peace, Luol. Dang. Goodbye. Dang. All right, cut the music. Bro, real talk though, Luol Deng was a good player though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not for us. Yeah, no. In the words of a friend of ours, we know he was versatile. I love the fact that a lot of um, like posters out in like on Staples Center had him like in him. Yeah, yeah, like (laughs) he was good. He was decent for Miami. He just got so old so quick, and I think Tom Thibodeau playing him forty minutes a night didn't help him. Yeah, Remember when he done. blocked Kobe for the win? Yeah, he's done. On Christmas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked well. He was an all. He's like a two-time All-Star. He's a really good player. Yeah, he was a great defense player. Yeah. But he's, he's dead now. Yeah, yeah. range. Yeah, yeah. He played 10 minutes this year. <laughs> yeah. In the first game. <laughs> all right. Any final thoughts, Danny? <laughs> we can't talk about it. Or any any final talk. thoughts, Max? No, I'm just really sad right now about Luau Dang. And um, we'll see where LeBron goes. Can't wait, man. Maybe we can coax him to come here because we're playing with Luau Dang. We'll be like, hey, Luau's here. Totally. Yeah. You don't got to worry about him defending you ever. What if LeBron more, wants more money and Luau Dang's like, I'll pay you half of my paycheck or even <laughs> more for uh, you to play? That would be his best contribution to life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Danny, why don't you go ahead and wrap this up? You've been listening to the Expansion Team Podcast. If you want to follow us on our social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Expansion Team Podcast and on Twitter at Expansion Team 3. This is Scoops. I'm out. This is Max. I'm out. We're going to start getting into off-season topics for the teams next week, right? Yeah, talk about all the other free agents. Once, Hopefully LeBron signs quick so we get to go into some other stuff. That in the draft. Oh, yeah, we'll do the draft. draft. That'll probably be next week, maybe. Yeah. Or whatever. Who cares? We got y'all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I care. Anyway, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, comment, rate us, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next week. If I'm you rate out. us, I'll send you a dollar. <laughs> They're going to hold you to that, bro. I know. Bro, I'll be pissed if we don't get 1000 Oh, man. All right. 
Well, this is Juan signing out. Go Raiders. Peace.